In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15, where I'll ask the question, is the God of the Bible judgmental? Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15 says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it. From his presence earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books, according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. The book of Revelation speaks of the end of the age. It speaks of the consummation of the ultimate return of Christ and the fact that ultimately God is making his dwelling place with man that he is going to be the source of light and life for everyone, and they will obviously see it. They will experience it personally, individually, every single one who is left there. But before that takes place, there is a great judgment that will occur, and this great judgment demonstrates that the holiness of God is important, the wretchedness of man is significant, and that God himself is the ultimate judge over all creation. With these ideas in mind, here are three thoughts from Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. Thought number one, all authority. The picture of the Lord on the throne and all of heaven and all of earth fleeing from it is a picture of the ultimate authority inherent in the Lord. So God has all authority over heaven and earth and because he has all of this authority, then he has the authority to judge. We might ask the question, is the God of the Bible judgmental? Without realizing that the fact that he is judging us means that there are certain behaviors that we should be exhibiting. That there are certain things that we ought to do and certain things that we ought not to do. And as the Lord judges us, he demonstrates for us what is good and right and holy. So as we sit back and we question whether or not the God of the Bible is judgmental and whether or not that's a good thing, we need to recognize that he has within his hands all authority. And this great authority that he has means that when he does judge us, he has every bit of authority to do so. That he is doing no wrong in judging all of creation because after all, didn't he make it all? Thought number two, all people. There is no one who escapes the great judgment of God. Everyone, everyone who has ever lived, everyone who will ever live, everyone who is living now, will experience the judgment of God. And you might say, oh, well, that's judgmental. It's like, yeah, it is. It's absolutely judgmental to recognize that God is going to judge all people. He's going to judge the quick and the dead. He's going to judge every single person who has ever lived, is living now, or will ever live. All people. And because God is going to judge all people, we need to live our lives accordingly. We need to live our lives knowing that ultimately one day we will stand before the almighty creator of the universe and have to give an account for the things that we've done. Well, we all know, all of us know intrinsically, we all have this knowledge that we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
We don't even live up to our own standards of behavior, let alone a perfect standard of behavior given to us by the almighty creator of the universe. So we know that as we stand before the Lord and experience his judgment, that we are found wanting. This is why it's so important that we have Christ as our substitute, that he bears the punishment of sin for us so that we might receive his righteousness, so that when we are viewed by God, he sees merely the righteousness of his son and not our own wickedness. Thought number three, justice. There is no justice without judgment. Let me say that again, because it's important for everyone to know it. There is no justice without judgment. So these days, there are a lot of people who are very interested in justice. We want there to be justice for everything and every action that has ever taken place until we start to think about it. Because if we thought about it, we would realize that that means that we ourselves have to be judged. And if we are judged, we will be found wanting. So if we are truly interested in ultimate justice, then we have to be okay with the idea that we are going to be judged. And who would you rather be judged by? Somebody who is perfect or somebody who is imperfect? I would rather be judged by somebody who is perfect because then at least I know there's no mistakes taking place. Then I know there doesn't need to be any appeal. So as we think about whether or not the God of the Bible is judgmental, we recognize that if there is no judgment, then there's no ultimate justice in this world. And since all of us have experienced injustice to some degree or other, we recognize how vitally important it is for justice to be served. Well, ultimately, the consummation is about God's righteous justice streaming forth from himself. And at the same time, he demonstrates his great love for creation because he creates a way to save a remnant for himself. People who will experience his love and mercy, even though they have deserved his judgment. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Revelation chapters 18 through 22. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible where we are reading the text of scripture together.